What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. I'm back, everybody. Welcome to Love Life and All Things Weird with your host, yours truly, Megan Salito. I've been on a little hiatus, traveling around the world, doing my thing, meeting new people, which hopefully you guys will get to meet my new guest, uh, Manjeet K. I. Kalsa. I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. I just realized because I'm really on a first name basis with her. Um, so we, she is trying to get on from Australia currently and, uh, we're troubleshooting that to see if she can, uh, get here today. But, um, in the meantime, I would just like to, um, introduce, like, uh, even though she's not on, I'd like to introduce her. <laughs> and and what has inspired our show today and why I'm so freaking excited about it. Um so um when I was in Australia, I was in Australia so two of the weeks that I wasn't on the show, I was down in Australia doing my facilitator training for access consciousness and oh man, the land in that place, it is just amazing. Um and it is such a gift to be able to go there and have those experiences. Well, on the very last day that I was there, um, I had uh, made a date with Corey Michelle to um, um, to test drive uh, a beautiful Infinity car. And um, when we got to the showroom, like she was. She was uh, testing another car, but when we got to the showroom, there was this beautiful, like, amazing sports car. Um, and their, uh, Corey's friend, uh, who's also a facilitator, Manjeet, uh, came along for the ride that day. And it was, um, like, she is such a treat. I'm so hoping that we can get her on here today because it was such a treat to to meet her. And, like, she's just this bubbly like amazing energy she is um she grew up in india no she's from india grew up in london and lives in australia so she's very confusing because <laughs> what what accent is coming out of you where are you from and i love that about her because she's just this energy that's so so unique on this planet so we were in the back seat of a um we were in the back seat of this sports car, this Infinity sports car that was so beautiful. It's a $100,000 sports car. And we decide to do a live stream from the back of the car because Corey's in the front. She's looking for this. She's shopping for her future, essentially. And we're like, and it just came out of our mouths that we were shopping for our future. 
And um, it was like, it, it, we just did a like, 20-minute live stream from the back of the car. And I have to tell you guys, this day was so, um, it was so, tra- it, this, this, I don't even know how to tell you how much this day changed my life. To just like be in the possibilities, be in this energy of two people who were asking questions and looking at the future and what's possible and like just being in that space, having an experience of a, a, a car that just like had a consciousness, had a vibration, had an energy. And the conversations that came from that were truly... um uh, they were truly life changing, and um, it's so. Um, I don't even know. I, I I don't even have words for it. Like, hopefully, you can feel the energy of this. But like, as we began to talk about like what is shopping for your future, really, is like looking at the things and not just physical things, but the energy of things when they show up. That that is basically like a whisper from the future. You know, um, um, so it's, <laughs> um, and as these whispers come in, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm pausing. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, connect our producer with Manjeet so that they can, they can troubleshoot and get on here. But, um, I, um, I have so much, um, this is something that's recently shown up for me is that I realize that I'm a futurist and there's this way that I have been judging myself for as long as I can remember about like things that would happen for me, energies that would come in that I would respond and react to and I would make myself wrong for them when really I was actually just feeling a future that was about to happen. And, um, and as it's really only been like in the last couple of months that I have realized that I have this awareness about future. And um, just like with all capacities, when we don't acknowledge them, we bastardize them. And so there's this way that I have, um, I don't know, even know how to say it, but like I'll use things like procrastination. I'll use all kinds of different things to um, actually like... Uh, sort of avoid the future or ignore the future or like so it's this weird kind of dance of being hyper aware of it but also trying to insulate myself from it at the same time um so i um as this sort of gift is unfolding and opening and i'm i'm sitting in the back seat of the car with Benjit and i'm like oh my gosh like all this whole experience is a series of creation points, possibilities that are available that are speaking to me. Like, like um, I was on a conversation with Majid last night, and um, I, she was saying something about, um, I don't know exactly how she said it, but she was like, "Your future wants." Um, she said, "Your future wants everything for you, or your future wants more for you." that you've been willing to choose, you know? And I I really get that our future and, and what's possible is talking to us all the time because the universe needs us to be us. The universe needs us to choose more. The universe is asking us to choose more life. 
And so it would make sense that our futures are tapping us and are asking us for uh, for more. Um, so um, part of what we're doing on the show today is we're looking at, like, what is it that um, – how do we tap those whispers? How do we actually also even, like, allow contribution from the future? How do we allow that energy and those whispers to actually contrib- be a contribution to our future? Um Uh, let's see. <laughs> and I'm back. Okay. So I hopefully just got the girls connected. And um, okay, cool. <laughs> so I think she's coming on, everybody. I'm so excited. Okay. So Manjeet is here. Her line is open. Manjeet. Hi. Manjeet. Oh my gosh, you're here. I have been stumbling over my words for the last nine minutes. I have to say, I'm missing you terribly and singing your praises. You got here. And I missed it. I missed it. (laughs) Well, you're never too late for your own party. I think I was just fashionably fashionably late. (laughs) That's so, so perfect. I'm I'm so happy. Um, so um, I was just telling, I was just telling our people that basically I met you in the back seat of a hundred thousand dollar infinity car as we were shopping for our future <laughs> with Corey Michelle, and I was talking about how amazingly transformational that day was for me, and um, the conversation that we had last night about how our future is whispering to us. It's whispering to us through experiences. It's whispering to us through clothes. It's whispering to us, to us through cars. And that it really wants us to be so much more of who we are. And so it's it's reaching out and it's tapping us. And sometimes I think even more than tapping us, kind of kicking us our, us in the pants sometimes with asking us to choose more. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And just listening to what you're saying, like reaching out, it starts with like those subtle whispers. And occasionally your future or the universe really, really wants you to have so much more that those whispers become really loud, almost insanely loud. Um, Cry, like turn this way, go do this, go choose this. No, 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 not that way, this way. So being diverted into a space, inverted into like a future that's way greater, bigger, better, more joyful. So always it starts with a whisper, but it's not going to listen to a whisper. It'll keep going until you listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I found anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know what I realized? Because I used to have, I and and maybe you can I probably still have some stuff here, right? But like I used to have this sort of resistance to buying physical things as I grew up in a family that like we were kind of the, you know, work hard and like don't be showy and you know, all of that and I and I one time I remember a coach saying something like like look at the places where you won't spend money. And that's a key mm. to opening up money for you. And, like, what is it that you're refusing in, like, creating that for yourself? And for me, 
you'll find this funny. It was clothes, right? It's like I wouldn't buy new clothes. Like I would buy new clothes like maybe once. I would maybe buy one or two things like maybe once every like three years, you know? And Mm -hmm. like I realized it's like, well, what is that? Like what am I telling my body with that? And what am I, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what is it that I'm actually fusing with that? And like, the first, the very, very first time I met you, it was on the back end of a shopping trip. And you, I just never seen anybody so lit up about shopping in my life. So can you, you know, and I, and you just are such a different energy with that and a different possibility with that. And like, can you speak to like the, what you see as helping people step into a greater future when you go shopping with them or even like yourself and what that is? Oh, well, I have to tell the story, like just a miniature version of what happened that day. So everything, like you said at the beginning, is whispering and inviting and embracing you into a future that you didn't know was possible. So I'm out shopping with a girlfriend, and when you start to listen to the whisper, it's not only just turn left or go down this side street. Like a lot of us will have had that sort of experience where something is tugging us to go into that coffee shop and you may have the most inspiring conversation or go and take this class or go and buy this book or all of that stuff. Well, everything starts to talk to us. It's not just that, but this item of clothing was kind of whispering from the corner of this store. So I leave the changing room and I go to this, the corner and I'm thinking, what is inviting me here? Like, what, what is it? Like, what's talking to me? And this beautiful black gown, down to the floor, Karen Millen, gorgeous, like a London designer. And I pick it up and I'm just like, wow. And I was shopping with my girlfriend, perfect size for her. And I'm going, oh, I don't want to give it to her. Like, it's just so beautiful. I can't, like, I'm not going to give it to her. I want it. And I knew it wasn't going to fit me, but I still don't want to give it to anybody else. So I walk over and I said to her, hey, I want to throw something over into your changing rooms and I want you to just come out and show me what you look like when you've tried it on. And she comes out and her entire body just lifts and changes as she stands in this dress as this completely different person. And as she's like in the dress and walking in it, everybody in the entire store is mesmerized by this woman and the way she is with the fabric and the design and everything. Now, don't get me wrong. I know this is just a dress we're talking about, but something in her whole reality shifted as she shifted into the elegance and the opulence and the beauty and the deliciousness of this gorgeous, fine-stitched, one-of-a-kind dress. And what happened from that was she, she purchased the dress at a very discounted rate, And as she's standing, I could perceive her all evening going like, I don't know if I should buy this because I've got nowhere to wear it. And that was the resistance into like, I don't have anywhere to wear it. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, right now, but you don't know where you're going to be going in the future. And so crazy, Mm. a few days later, she purchased a ticket to a castle in Italy And she's like, I've got to walk down like a big stairway in this dress. So look what I just purchased, the night to go to a hotel in Italy. So now look what she just created. 
as a future, she's now aiming for and having a target of spending a night in a castle in the middle of Italy. So it's a simple story of a dress or something talking to you which opened up this whole new way of looking at her future that hadn't existed before. And how many times do we look at things and go, well, I can't have this because I don't have anywhere to wear it. Or I can't have that. That's like too expensive for me. Or that's not the kind of person I am. So that doesn't, that doesn't belong in my life right now. And I would say like right now, true, maybe. But do you know who you're going to be in five years or ten years' time? Would it belong mm. there? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like the que- the question that like so many of us like like obviously where we create from is in the present moment, right? Or who we be, what we're choosing, what we're creating. But like when we're attracted to something, whether it's a location, a place, a space to travel, to address, to whatever, it's like it what I got from what you're saying is that it's actually an invitation to a future that you haven't yet considered or seen for yourself. Yeah. And so if Absolutely. we're all if we're only if we're only shopping for today, then we never actually create anything different. We never actually create a different future. Like that it's perfect if the thing you want you don't have anything to wear to because it's actually going to show you where to wear it to it's actually asking you to create a place to wear it to because that's your future asking you to create a bigger space for yourself yeah that's inviting you to the ball it's inviting you to the ball it's inviting you to the ball it's inviting you to the red carpet it's like I'm presenting you a possibility that you have no idea where you're going to wear it. And isn't that phenomenal? You will create and you will attract and you will find somewhere to wear it. Somehow you will visit that place. You know, that's how I ended up in Australia, by the way. Like, I grew up in England. And I was sitting in a rainy room in my conservatory at the time because it was the warmest room in the house. And I would draw palm trees all the time. And I would sit down and go, I'm... I'm going to have this. And it took me about five years before I actually got to the destination that I not only dreamt of, but I could feel in my body for years prior to getting there. And when I landed and I touched the earth and I touched the soil, I was like, this was the future I was always aware of. I knew I was coming here. I just had no clue how. And I, knew, I didn't have an idea when. And it was so, like, inconceivable sitting in that conservatory how that was even going to happen. But I didn't have to worry about that. Like, the next step was shown, and then the next step was shown. And if I rewind back the clock, the first time I saw the Great Barrier Reef was when I was eight years old on TV. And I remember the fish and the the colors and the vibrancy, and I was like, I want to be there. So what if, like... (laughs) that dream of coming and living in far north Queensland where we have the Great Barrier Reef started at the age of eight. That seed was planted then. But it took me until 27 to get there and live there Mm. and experience that reef. Wow. 
Wow, that's a beautiful story. I love that so much. I would actually like to talk about we ha- we have to go on break here for just a minute, but I want to talk more okay. about like future and timing. You know, it's because it's like it spoke it whispered yeah. to you at eight, and then you know, however many years yeah. later is when you actually actualize that, right? And like, I think there's yeah. like this space, like in my world, like I feel like there's certain things that just like we come to them at the time that is designed for us to come to them. But I also think that, that sometimes we can actually put off our future by not paying attention to the whispers, by not actually receiving mm-hmm. them. And like how much mm-hmm. um, faster, quicker, more expanded, bigger futures can we create if we actually learn how, what things are actually talking to us from the future. Like that, you know, mm-hmm. that show was talking to you from the future. That dress was talking to her from the future. And like, what, and you know, what are the things that are talking to us from the future that we've been ignoring and how can we actually begin to perceive that? So let's talk about that when we come back from the break. I'm so excited you're here. We'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live outside the box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with hosts megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird with your host, me, yours truly, Megan Silito, and my special guest today, Manjeet. And you know what? I don't even know how to say your last name, as I am such on a first name basis Calva. with you. Can you, can you Cal, ooh, that was so sexy. Say it again. It's Calsa, like salsa with a K. <laughs> Kalsa. Manjit Kalsa. Yum! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Wow. I am yeah. loving the conversation that was happening like right before the break. 
about how these sort of desires come in and those desires or those things that are attracting us are like our future speaking to us. And um, mm-hmm. and how much do we dismiss that? How much do we call ourselves wrong with that? And like me, like how I was raised, I, I was I was basically taught that that was basically like um, uh, not evil. I wouldn't say it to that degree, but it's like like desiring things was like um, like getting you off track. It wasn't spiritual, you know, to desire things. I grew up in like a Mormon environment, and you know, kind of we're poor but we're happy, you know. And so um, there's like this whole way that I feel like I have completely. Um, done denial with my future in denying the my very sort of basic desires or the things that attract me. And like, um, if we actually knew that it was our future talking to us, um, maybe we could just let go of all of our points of view and just look, you know, be available in the world for the things that light us up. Mm. And the beautiful thing is, Megan, the future is always waiting. It doesn't actually go away. Like, you can just choose now. And nobody teaches us this. Like, nobody invites us to that. Because we're all taught, and especially in, like, spirituality or any, any of those circles, it's like, be in the now, the power of now. Be here, be grounded. And that's wonderful to get people to acknowledge what's happening right now but what if we go beyond that? We can acknowledge what's happening now and be aware of the future we're stepping into. Because in one second, even as we're on this radio show, we're actually creating a future. In 10 seconds, this is now the past. And in te- 10 seconds, this is the past. So we only really have ahead of us, really, truly. And... um I personally think even these like spirituality circles and everything else has always been set up from generations and generations of time where people didn't really live long lives or they didn't really have something to create towards or for. Like most people have been survival. And if you're in survival, there is no looking forward to tomorrow. You're just counting down your days and hoping tomorrow is going to be okay. So it really is like a different way of living when we have everything available. It's such an exciting time to be alive where we can dream of futures, where we can create them, and there is possibility with spring. So how do you... um how do you tap the future? Like, how do you know when the future is whispering to you? Or how do you make yourself available for that? <laughs> That's such a funny question because we talked about that yesterday and you were like, you know, I know that I'm a futurist, but I don't know how I do it. <laughs> that was your quote. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think we know that we're a futurist. I'm hurting this on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know how. And I'm like, now I'm sitting here in the hot seat going, hmm, do I? But how many times have you said I'm in it? I'm a futurist. Like, so just saying that is like the place to start. Like, acknowledge it. Acknowledge you know something about a future. And how did you know? Was it a sensation? Was it a tug? Was it like that eight-year-old kid looking at that screen like they'd never seen anything before? 
And it could be anything from sipping a hot chocolate in a cafe when you're living in the middle of West Yorkshire going, wow, where does chocolate, this chocolate come from? Or it comes from Italy and something pings in your brain and goes, well, where's that? And you're a kid looking at a map going, hmm. So what if your future is always whispering to you, like in every moment? And it's not about how, it's just looking at everything that comes in and thinking, well, will this line me up, just like you said before? What would it be like to have that? What would it be like to choose that? And actually playing with the possibilities and the molecules and everything, because the future hasn't happened. It's actually an unknown place right now. It's this complete canvas. So would you like red on it? Would you like a splash of gold? Would you like some glitter on there? Would you like some blue? You choose it. So there's no wrong future and there's no right future. There's just a future, whatever you choose. Does that even begin to answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually sparked a lot of things for me because there's a there's because it's when we talk about the whisper futuring to us or whispering to us, we're not talking about like a destined future. We're just talking about the mm-hmm. a future that is like us um, showing us possibilities, and I think in a way seducing us into choosing more mm-hmm. and greater. Because, like, what I really, like, my interesting point of view is that each person, well, th- this is actually, uh, this is science, that each each thing on this planet has an entelechy, what the Greeks called an entelechy, which is a blueprint for what we truly are. It's like, so the acorn holds the entelechy of the oak tree. Right, like the seed mm-hmm. holds the entelechy of the thing of of what it's to become or the possibility of it. And what's super interesting is that the only species or plant or anything like that that can go against their entelechy are humans. Like we're the only ones who can fight wow. with it. Like you know, an oak tree, an oak tree's mm-hmm. not sitting there going, "Oh God, I wish I was an aspen." You know, like it's. It's like feeling, mm-hmm. you know, doing comparison analysis. It's just being its oak tree self, right? And so when I believe that that we all came with this entelechy of what we could contribute and what we could be and the energies we were bringing to the planet, and I feel like when when a thing is being what it's designed to be, it it actually contributes to the creation of the universe in such a beautiful dynamic way that the universe is going to nurture that. So like a sunflower, you know, is designed to open itself to the thing that nurtures it, which is the sun, mm-hmm. right? It's designed to open up to that. And so like, what I feel like when the future is whispering to us, it's actually pulling our intellect forward. It's, it's asking us to be, that more that we came to be so it can fully nurture us, right? And that more can be, it's yeah. not like one path, but it's actually just more. And we've been so taught to settle. We've been so taught and programmed in mediocrity and that more is greedy. But the universe is like crying for us to choose more. Yeah. And what is more? Yeah, is it so there's even like a measurement. Like, <laughs> yes, like, 
yes. it's enough? Like, is that a measurement? Like, how do you know it's enough? Like, how do you know that's too much? How do, It's all perspective, and they're all points of views, and they're just very interesting points of view, truly, because more to one person could be completely less to another. So it's not really a true measurement. And when you're resonant with something, like we said, like when you're resonant with the actual being that you are and the thing that you came here to be with and a place, it actually resonates. And everything you choose draws you to that. And that is the whisper. That is the upgrade. And the universe is always saying, here's the upgrade. Here's the upgrade. Would you like it? Oh, not today. Okay, well, I'll try again in 10 seconds. Here's the upgrade. Would you like it now? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll try again in 10 seconds. Yeah, I'll try again in 10 seconds. Here's the upgrade. And sometimes the upgrade could be the tiniest thing. It could go from like, oh, God, I must be hungry, because it could go from just ordering a normal cup of coffee to actually enjoying the cup of coffee. That could be the upgrade in your life. It could be as mm-hmm. simple as that. It doesn't have to be huge, huge things that you're going to do. You don't have to do what I did, which is move country. And again, it wasn't just I moved country. It was these tiny whispers and tiny steps because the universe will continue to seduce us in the easiest, most beautiful way. So we're not overwhelmed. It's not something that you're going to be startled it's not asking you to take the biggest leap. It's only asking you to take the leap that you're ready for. So it's this beautiful, nurturing, coaxing space that if we're willing to allow the kindness of it and the warmth of it and the invitation of it and the resonance of who we be to just melt and lean into that, it's actually pretty easy. The upgrade is pretty easy. It's easier than the opposite, just put it that way. Um, so that's what creates the pain and that's what creates the confusion and the heaviness is going against your grain. It's going against everything you know is possible. <laughs> Julie says, I upgraded my coffee yesterday. It was delish. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so cute. Like, what if it's just that? What if it's just upgrading, like having people who are kind in your world? Shh start to show up? What if it's not like a massive move? It can be an energetic sort of upgrade too, just in who you're choosing to be, how much you value yourself. And for you, you think about, well, you know, you didn't buy clothes. And then you might have the next version, you start to buy clothes, but you only buy them in sales. And then one day you'll just be like, I'm just going to buy this one thing that I truly love. And I do not care if it's in the sale or not. Or if it's given to me for free, it stops becoming about the money and it stops becoming about the things you think it's about. It actually becomes about you inviting you into being the greatness of you, being that person who has these dreams. Because I don't know about you, but like when I've actually created something that's like bigger than I thought was possible and I've got there, it is like a deep best feeling when you're like, wow, I didn't know. I could become this. And it's this amazing surprise of, wow, this turned out to be greater. I'm actually greater than I thought. This is so easy. Maybe 
I am way more than I ever gave myself credit for. What if all the excuses and justifications were just lies? What if I knew something better? Wow. I just proved myself and my doubts about me wrong. And now what's possible? Hmm. That is so beautiful. <laughs> that is so beautifully put. I just like, both listening to you and just the and just the energy of that and it's you know, I literally felt like you were the future talking to us. <laughs> it's like I was it's like a the the nanny that you always wanted to have, right? That was always like sweet, loving, and fun, and like Mary Poppins, and you know, it was like, "Come along now, love. We're going to have a fun day today. Now, come on, don't you want a little more fun today? You know, it's like I was just like, I was like, take me with, you. take me with you. We're going to have a fun day. We're going to have a fabulous day. And I actually am the future whispering uh-huh. to you. I'm in Australia. Remember, I'm down under. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually are the future right it's now. Tomorrow, <laughs> we haven't caught up. Things could totally change. Like between today and tomorrow. Yeah, I'm completely <laughs> the future. <laughs> Technically, I mean, if we're using the Earth's rotation to measure what a future is, then sure, I'm actually the future. So even that, like. The future isn't measured by time. That's just our idea, like where we're measuring from now until 10 years. Because what you said earlier was, you know, did the future whisper to you when you were eight? Well, did it whisper to me when I was born? And I realized at the age of one that I hated the cold. Was it whispering then? (laughs) Was it whispering when I was four and always kicking and screaming going, I'm allergic to the cold. I was born in the wrong country and my body knew. It knew from the moment I was born. So time is really inevitable. Like it's not really the structure and it's not really the place to even measure when you create your future because there is no when. It's just uh, it's following from moment to moment to the next future that's available and the next future that's available. And things show up just as you're ready. Like you're never late for your future. So when you were saying before like, you know, what about when we don't choose and we negate it and all of that? Well, that's fine, too. There's not a wrongness in that. It's just, it's ready and waiting when you're ready for that next step. And, yeah, I do feel like a nanny talking to now going, it's okay, children. <laughs> I think you wait it's you. okay, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm right here whenever you're ready, lovelies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, opening the door, you just have to walk through. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> yeah, so like. <laughs> so everybody, everybody listening right now and in the future, can you feel the energy that she's being? And what if you absolutely knew that your future was that kind? Was that patient? Mm-hmm. Was that expansive? Like, how much more would you be willing to receive and choose the possibilities that are um, seducing you and inviting you? And and in like what I'm realizing in this conversation is nurturing you literally, right? Nurturing mm. you forward. 
And that's just, uh, I want to have people kind of sit in that. We've got to go to another quick break, our last one of of our show here. And um, you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird with Megan and Manchit. And um, we'll be back in, we'll be in your future when you come back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love Life and All Things Weird. Welcome back. Welcome to your future. What's your host, Megan and the G? Mm. <laughs> Welcome mm. back, everybody. And um, we have a couple of questions in the chat room. There was um, uh, someone asked, um, is there a way to get more clear about the timing of, like, when mm-hmm. our future is whispering to us and how we can open up to, like, clarity around that. Do you have any um, thoughts on that? Um, Clarity on timing. What I would say to that is, would you trust yourself? (laughs) Would you trust yourself in the universe? Would you trust yourself with all the choices that you're making? And just trust that you know the timing. There There is no one who can come and give you a spoonful of medicine and say, this is the right time. Now, like act now. Mm. You will know when that voice shows up in your world because you'll know, because you'll be choosing it. And there is never a wrong. There's always people who I often hear say, like, I regret making that choice because if I hadn't have made that choice, things could have turned out different. And actually that's like the biggest myth of like you made the wrong choice. What if you could trust that you never made the wrong choice? There's never a bad timing. You're never too late for your future. 
you're actually never too late and your future's never too late to meet you. There's actually a synchronicity. Um, but I would like to add to that is if you're willing to be present in your life and you're actually willing to be in your life moment to moment, there is no missing of the timing. There's only like unconscious places where we didn't actually make a choice. So would you be willing to be so aggressively present? Would you be willing to have such a demand for the future and the future you want to step into that you're not going to miss a moment of your life? What if that's the future and what if that's the timing? Does that answer that question? Like, is that yeah. Um, clarity? Um, it does for me. <laughs> and for, so thank you. Um, our, our, our listener said, well, what about too early? And I, I would probably tell her the same thing you just said, which is that, and, and like what I really get is that if you can go, okay, what if everything that attracts me, what if everything that I desire is a whisper? And what if everything mm-hmm. that kind of repels me or challenges me is also a whisper, right? It's kind of like you saying mm-hmm. like that your your hate of the cold, was that a whisper of the future, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, what if we could just be, uh, and I think what you're saying is, is that <laughs> the more we can be in this moment, the more aware of our future we can actually be because it's, it's talking yeah. to us in these little mo- molecules of moments of desire or invitation or something that's challenging us. Like, I, you know, one of the questions that I used to ask when I was, you know, helping people like look at, okay, what do I want to be when I grow up is like, you know, what did you experience as a child that you never want anyone else to experience? And there's like so mm-hmm. many people who have livelihoods and careers, and especially in our in- industry, right? Of like, wow, like I went through this challenge and I found a different possibility, and I want to shout it from the rooftop so anybody else who's being challenged by this <laughs> can know there's a different possibility. And so, like, as you say, mm-hmm. there's no wrong experience, there's no wrong choice, and even the stuff that's challenging or like, uh, one of the, the ways that I say this, Vanjeet, is you can't be having the wrong experience. And if you were, you'd be the no. only person in the universe because everything in the universe <laughs> has to be in precise. There's a trillions and trillions and trillions of processes happening simultaneously just so that we don't fall off the planet. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. like, so Mm -hmm. if you were having a wrong experience, you'd be the only one in the universe having the wrong experience. And so Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as that. Therefore, really, the the thing that we can do, I think, to make the ease, joy, and glory come to pass is just being present with and like choosing moment to moment as these invitations come into us. Yeah, I'm like, just like the lady said in the question, like, how do I know if I'm too early? Or what about when I'm too early? Well, one thing I would recommend is you ask the question. Hi, like if it's a book you're creating or if it's like a product you're launching for a business, often businesses will speak to us and sometimes they'll speak 
years before the world is ready to receive them or somebody would like to read that book. And perhaps you've got information to collect still. So you might be aware of like the, I don't want to call it the end target, but the thing that may come into actualization, like physical actualization, like a house or a particular car, like we said, all that dress or the castle. And is my friend who bought the dress going to the castle tomorrow? No, she might want to go to the castle tomorrow, but there's a few steps in, in, in between that and actually going to the castle, even from packing her suitcase, booking a ticket, having a look at holidays. So there's always things and steps to be taken in between something being created. So there's also an awareness and a wisdom that's talking to that and saying, please let me know when. Oh, okay, so today is the day I go and do this. Okay, great. Now what? Now what? And now what? And it's moment by moment. And what you get, like when you get a whisper of the future, if you've got any judgment to what that future is going to look like, you may be actually stopping and negating the actual, the miracle and the surprise of how it could show up completely differently. Because we might have an idea, but what if that idea is actually a projected reality from where we've always chosen? And the future doesn't have a projection. It doesn't really have anything solid. So you'll get a whisper, and perhaps initially it looks like a book, but what if it had nothing to do with writing a book? It could turn into something completely different. It may just be a way of meeting that person on the plane when you're going to some book launch. And that was the purpose of the entire book. Like, you've no idea the future weaves and, like, woos you and seduces you into everything becoming a possibility. It's never that thing. It's so much more than that. Sometimes that thing is the thing that entices you to create to move towards, to be inspired by your own reality, by your own story, by your own strength and courage. It might not have anything to do with that. Mm. It might just be that. That's what you get. Wow, I'm like really strong. Wow, I'm like really resilient. Wow, I have a capacity for this stuff. Okay, cool, next. What else is possible? And what else is possible and how does it get any better than this? Yeah. It just occurred to me while you were talking. Yes. That was, I get, like, you just, the stuff (laughs) pours out of your mouth. It's so funny. When I was talking to Manjeet last night (laughs) and we were just connecting in with our energy and, you know, uh, talking about the show a little bit, and I I kept going to, like, she would say stuff and I would be like, oh my gosh, I have to write that down. What did you say? And she goes, I have no idea. And now I know how people feel about me all the time. Like, I have no idea what just came out of my mouth. But it was like, like it's like the the things that come out of your mouth are just feel like it's just such a direct channel from the universe sometimes, you know. And and I I love mm-hmm. how you speak and I love how it just kind of rolls, rolls out of you. And I while you were talking, I had this awareness mm-hmm. is that what if the how – what if the how is the surprise party the universe is creating that basically we're refusing yeah. when we go into that control place of I have to know how, I have to figure it out, and I have to, and like the universe is creating this beautiful surprise party for us, 
that we actually don't step into because we're so busy trying to control the whole effing thing, you know? It's like, yeah, I really yeah. just, I saw it. I oh. felt it. It's like, I have a surprise for you. I have a surprise for you, but you're yeah. controlling everything. So, but I'll just be right here while you control that. Good job. Yeah. Popping that balloon. It's like, I created this amazing party, and it's like, all of this stuff is surprising. Wait till you see what comes in. There's a whole buffet table of surprises, and you're like, hold on a second. How am I going to fill up the balloon? Pop. How am I going to do? Pop. How am I going to do? I'm like, every single time you doubt, every single time you question, you're actually questioning yourself, whether you've got the capacity to choose and to trust and to move and to follow Follow every inch of your being that knows. It's always known. It always guides you. But that's the time you negate the surprise. That's the time the surprise has to wait. That's the time when it's going, but look, I have this buffet table. All you have to do is choose. There was nothing. There was no how. You just have to choose to say hi. And can I have more information? (laughs) <laughs> I love that so you know? much. That's so beautiful. Hey, Menji, we only have maybe about a minute and a half left before uh, the end of the show, and oh, I would no. love for you to tell. I know. We just started. We just got started. We really did. Um, but I would love for you to tell people about the Facebook group that you're starting around this idea of shopping for your future and tapping into the energies of the future and how they can come play. Yay! I think um, I think Julie just posted the link for the Facebook group in the chat box, um, so you guys can come along and play in that. Because I feel like we just started this conversation of how to tap into the future. How can we become masterful? Because it is a muscle. We're not used to doing this. People don't teach us this. So what if we could train ourselves to become masterful with these energies and come and play? So come and play. I'm going to have some questions in there, some videos in there, um, some inspiration and a whisper from your future um, waiting um, if you'd like to come and play. Yeah. Did we post it in the chat? I can't see it on the phone. <laughs> um, yes, it's, it's in the chat. Can we, can we all invite? Okay. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.